Can you do the intro right there? Hi guys and welcome to another episode of Happily Ever Henley. This is Ebony. And it's Wiley. So what are we going to be talking about today? How would you define happiness? Um, there are many ways that I feel like happiness can be defined. Um, I feel like at this current moment in my life, I define happiness happiness. Happiness. I define happiness as um, hmm. It's a good question. I feel like now I would define it as just having my life being alive. I would define it as having health, um, good health. I also feel like I would define it by being. Being able to see without my glasses again. <laughs> um, but I don't know. I mean, having my family like be okay, everything's good with them. That's how I would define happiness at this point in my life. I feel like in the past it probably would have been, oh, I want to have a lot of money. Or, oh, I want to be married. I want to do this. I want to travel to this place that would make me happy but I feel like I'm happy with my life as it is because I am alive for the most part I'm in good health getting over a sinus infection but you know I'm not in the hospital or anything like that and I can kind of see without my glasses but you know it is what it is but um my family is fine they're all good so I'm happy. How would you define happiness? I would define happiness as having a lack of expectations with a sensational with a sensational appetite for more. You're fancy. I had a lot of time to think about it while you was talking. Oh really? Mm-hmm. That's the perks of going second. So, dive further into that. Well, in my definition of happiness, it to me, you get a deeper meaning of self when you don't put expectations on things and just accept life. Did you say sensatiable? Sensatiable. Spell it. I need to look it up. Who said I don't know how to spell it? Okay, well tell me what it means, because I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you know what you see? <laughs> okay, go ahead. I didn't want to knock you off your game, but I didn't know what that word meant. That's why I told you to dive deeper. So I can use context clues. But go ahead. You never heard that before? No. I heard somebody smart say it. And so now you're trying to use it. Trying? I use it. Do you and know clearly you, it worked. Do you know if you even used it correctly? Yeah, I said exactly how they said it. Mm. So did you get your definition of happiness from someone else? Oh, no, I just said sensational appetite. You're a thief. <laughs> so? 
How you think we got in this country? I don't want to talk about it. Don't talk about Indians. I mean Native Americans. Don't mean to offend anybody. But my definition of happiness, it gives more clarity that you're just able to accept life as water. As water? Yeah. Okay. Ever flowing. Mm-hmm. A chain of events. Mm-hmm. The thing about water is if you freeze it, it can become a solid. If you heat it up, it can become a gas. It's ever-changing. And if you can accept life as something that is ever-changing, I don't see how you could not be happy. Mhm. I mean, I feel like you can accept it. You can accept that the um you can accept the fact that life is ever changing, but that doesn't necessarily mean that you would be happy going through those changes. You know what I mean? Like you may be aware of what's going on, but you may not necessarily like it. Like and Either. that's where the beginning comes in, having the lack of expectations. I mean... If you expect nothing, everything you receive should be joyful. You should be joyful in that. Yeah, receive, but what about in loss? Like, even in my family now... You don't expect anything. Okay, but it happens, and... That's a part of life. I mean, like I said, even in my family now, we just lost a family member. I'm pretty sure that, I mean, you didn't, none of them, and when I say them, I mean, like, the closer relatives, like, her immediate family. She was my, like, great aunt, Um, and I had only met her, like, a couple of times, but, and I don't even remember those times, but... Um, you know, like her, her daughter, um, her grandchildren, I'm sure that they understand what happened in life, but it's not like I'm going to be happy that this happened. Now, due to the condition that she was last in, I'm sure that they see the brighter side in that and they try to be grateful in that. But I mean... There's people who are perfectly healthy and they get hit by a bus. You think their family members are going to be like, oh, I'm so glad. Like, no, you can be happy and content with life. Happy and glad aren't the same thing. And you're, you're making my point, but you aren't quite getting it. Explain it to me. When someone passes, Mm -hmm. if you miss them, you aren't accepting that they're gone. So you couldn't be happy because you aren't accepting that that change has occurred. Mm -hmm. You're dwelling 
on what was versus what is now. But some people don't just miss whoever has passed on. Some people are then angry or they are now left empty in a sense because they're like, we were supposed to do this. You're angry of the change. You are not accepting the change. That's why you are not happy. But like when my grandfather passed, I accepted that he was no longer here, but I was still like, he promised me that he would do this. He like, for example, he promised me he would take me fishing and you had an expectation. So what are you saying? The lack of expectation. Mm hmm. And the acceptance of change is what I define happiness as. You had an expectation and you weren't accepting of the change. So by my definition, you couldn't be happy. I did accept the change. It is what it is. I mean, he was fine. It was an accident that occurred that claimed his life and... It was just, I mean, there was nothing I could do about it. I know that he had made, you know, promises that, oh, he was going to do this and do that with us or whatever. But if you get hit by a truck, I mean, you didn't know that was going to take place. So, you know what I'm saying? Do you get what I'm saying? It's like we... I totally understand what you're saying. So you're saying to not have had the expectation of... If you had no expectation and accepted the change, Mm -hmm. I'm not saying accept as a process. I'm saying in the moment, accept it. Not saying I had time to deal with how I felt. No, I'm saying from the initial moment, Mm-hmm. Except. Okay. I understand. I not saying that happiness can't be attained. Mm-hmm. Which I believe it can be. But to accept initially. And to have no expectation is what I believe is happiness. Because essentially everything would be a bonus if you have no expectation. Yeah, and you just understand that in their life nothing is certain. Hmm. And that the only thing that will come of it is the end. Mm-hmm. It's like life to me is like reading a book. How so? Once you start, it ends. Things are going to happen in the middle. Mm-hmm. 
I disagree. Because you ever read a book that never ended? I'm just saying from the standpoint of believers, life as we know it now will end here on earth, but we have eternal life to look forward to. So, I mean, so why would you not be happy? Yeah, I know. I'm just saying, you're saying is that you just said that it will end, but really it's just going to kind of like pause. This body that you're in? Yeah, life as we know it now yeah. will end, but we're going to continue on. Okay. Will we have our memory of what happened on earth? I never died. I'm going to ask God. Cause I don't know. Matter of fact, I'm going to ask that lady I had class with. I wonder she said if she was going to be able to remember. Because like <laughs> think about how lit that would be if everybody had their memory from earth. And they can all, like, we can talk to the slaves and be like, so. Why do you think slaves would be having I'm sure at least a couple made it. Why wouldn't they? Why would they? I mean, because the Bible says that everybody will have a chance to accept Jesus as their Lord and Savior. So I don't think that's true. It's in the Bible. Yeah, but I don't see everybody it's on the planet. In well, just like you debate something I said that was in the Bible, I can do the same. I'm just telling you. Okay, and when I said that you didn't take it for what it was and I showed it to you, so why wouldn't I be allowed that same? Okay. I do believe it's people in other countries that will have no way of being exposed. There's a way. How? Because the Bible says so. I'm looking it up for you. You can continue the conversation. That that was my question. You just said there's a way. A Middle Eastern child who was taught no religion but to hate America and is strapped with a bomb and dies at the age of six. How would they have been exposed? So you think that God is going to not give people the opportunity and just send those people to hell? I'm asking how. I, I don't know if you sent them to hell. But the Bible says the only way is through Jesus. So, yeah, they would have to go to hell if they I'm, didn't. I'm inclined to believe that it's a lot of things in the Bible that has to do in threes how I know it's not heaven hell and somewhere else somewhere else like where I don't know this is why we were supposed to be starting our weekly Bible studies with just us cause you tripping how am I tripping I'm just asking the question remind me to find that verse for you later because I don't want to sit here 
I think it was in second Negro Asians. So, anyways, um, what makes you happy? What makes me happy? Yes. Every moment. Not necessarily your version of happy, because you be trying to be being deep, but just simple, like every day. Oh, this would make me happy. Like for example, today I came home. Wiley had a gift for me that I had no knowings of, and I was already happy because he sent me to go get my nails and feet done. And then I came home to a gift, and I was just like, "Ooh." It continues. This is nice. And I was like, oh, thanks. And it was a shirt that I had been wanting and some accessories and stuff for my phone. And I was very appreciative and it made me happy. We don't view happiness the same. So I'm just saying that that made me happy i'm not saying that materialistic things brings me happiness i I get that totally i'm just saying if i wanted to do something to make you happy what could i do are you happy when you don't have to wake up early because i say we have to be somewhere because i've committed to something for us to do in the mornings are you happy when you get a day off are you happy when you get your hair cut are you happy when you get some new shoes what makes you happy being able to live you trying to do a lot no i'm not that's that's important to me okay other than that what makes you happy I just told you. How are you going to try to get me to view? I'm asking. You're trying to get me to answer a question for myself through the perspective yes. of somebody else. That is what exa- that is exactly what I'm trying to do. Cause well, trying if, to- if I was somebody else and I would say how to make Wiley happy, my answer would be literally anything. He is a ball of joy. I'm not buying it. You don't have to buy anything. You can have my nerves. It's not on sale. It's priceless. You trying to act like don't nothing make you happy. Well, you're my wife. I am a third party. This is not widely speaking to you. What makes your husband happy? Oh my gosh. Why you can't just answer the question? I did, I'm asking you a question. This is the third question. I'm asking you a question. This is and my interview. I answered it to the best of my ability. No, you did not. I'm media trained. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> well, if I was media trained, then you asked me what, what makes me happy, I would go, God, my family, health and wealth, my team... Keeping my circle tight. Your team. My team. Okay. Okay, but back to the interview. This is third party. Show. No, I'm not answering. What that makes you happy? Answer. 
Nope. I don't know. My husband won't tell me what makes him happy. Everything. Mm. Everything is a blessing. Okay. So if I said we was eating. Thank God for a meal. <laughs> okay, that's what you say now. If I said we was eating. Um, what's that stuff called that you don't like? Edamame. Neck bones. <laughs> if I was like, we eating neck bones and edamame for the rest of our days. That's not going to make you happy. I'll accept it. But you're not going to be happy about it. I would just ask why are we doing that? Because everything's a blessing. That's why. Thank the Lord. <laughs> you're annoying. <laughs> why you can't be realistic? I just answer the question. What you want me to do? Lie? <laughs> yes. Lie. Here we go back to the conversation we had earlier. <laughs> People be asking for the truth. Get the truth. Don't want the truth. <laughs> Alright, I'm alive. What made me happy? Uh when that fresh feeling, you know, when you get a new car, when I sit and rub those leather seats. Alright. That new leather smell. I guess child. I really enjoy buying new combs. Combs. What? New combs for your hair, everything you can get <laughs> eyebrow combs, mustache combs. Do you know you can get combs for your toe hair knuckles? That's disgusting. I don't have hair on my toe knuckles. Well, if you did, they'd have a comb for you, mm, anyways. So Are you going to ask me? Ask you what? <laughs> you just told me. You be being so fake. I don't be in face. You not going to ask me what makes me happy? You said stuff that make you happy. What make you happy? Sing my family, that. God, my team. <laughs> <laughs> no. What makes me happy is seeing other people happy. Making sure my family straight. No, I... I thoroughly enjoy seeing other people happy um can we get a real answer that is her answer oh but i had to say because you was acting like i'm grateful for everything everything is a blessing i'm so grateful everything makes me happy it do not neck bones and ketchup you don't even like ketchup Ketchup don't make me sad. You don't like mayonnaise. Okay, I'm finna make you a chicken sandwich. I'm putting ketchup and mayonnaise. Heavy mayo. Okay. And see how happy you are. Go eat this nutrition. Alright. Be happy in the moment. That's enough. Each moment is all we need, not more. Mmm. <laughs> I'm just trying to help back your statement up. It don't need help. That was Mother Teresa. She understood. Okay.
she understood. What do you feel like our generation runs to to seek happiness? Instagram. Mm. <laughs> Why do you think they do do that? Because their parents probably didn't show them enough attention. So you think that receiving attention would essentially make them happy? Or Instagram? Instagram gives attention. But if they were to receive it in another... If everybody had attention, you wouldn't need Instagram. Mm. Well, there you have it, folks. But yeah. I feel like our generation tries to find happiness in attention as well. But it's not necessarily just Instagram. It's more so like being able to say that they did something or like excuse me or like have a picture is that happening this is happening oh i had to take my headphones out i didn't hear the ambulance (laughs) in in the room i just heard it through the headphones but they're happy hopefully lord be with whoever they're going to assist they might just be doing that to get through the red light well lord help them get where they're going safely Publix. amen um but i forgot what i was saying i don't think it was making any sense anyway (laughs) but um i don't know i just feel like our generation wants um, attention from one another and like you said it could possibly just be because they didn't receive attention growing up Um, and I think Instagram plays a part in that well not just Instagram but social media plays a part in that because it's like I need the masses to see that I have just done what I've done I need people to know that it's going on um (laughs) It's like you need as many people to see and know that something just happened for you or to you or whatever. And you know what it really made me think about when you asked me this question or when we started talking about this topic? It's like the other day I was really like just challenging myself because I was like, okay, I would like to be more interactive on social media now that we have a podcast. You know, I want to be able to post it. And, you know, let other people know so that they can hear. And it just made, like, really made me think, why are we doing a podcast? Are we doing it for attention? Are we doing it to Negative, make our... Negative, because got attention, I would stop. No, I know. But that's what I'm saying. It just made me really do some soul searching. I feel like we have a podcast because it's something fun to look, like, listen back to how we thought like our thought pattern at the age of 23 and 24 like I just would like to listen back the same reason that we were doing vlogs it's like I want to see us like looking back I look at our vlogs from time to time I listen to our podcast like every day like (laughs) I just like to hear our interactions with one another oh my goodness 
Something is really going on outside. Anyways. Something is always happening in the universe. Thank you. But, um, I mean, I don't mind sharing because I think they were interesting. I mean, hey, it is what it is. Whoever hears it, hears it. Whoever doesn't, doesn't. It's whatever. Um, it's going to touch you, it's supposed to. Yeah, that's true. Um, but like I said, I also, when we were talking about the love languages, like, I also just enjoyed this because it's like a quality time thing for me. Like, we're sitting here enjoying one another, having regular conversation. We would probably be talking about these things anyway. We just decide to invite people into our world and let them listen. Yeah. I mean, we have plenty of conversations throughout the day. This just happens to be one. I mean, there are certain things that I am always just like coming across and I'm like, ooh, I can't wait to talk to Wilder about this because I really want to hear his opinion on it or I really want to know his stance on this. Like him acting like this whole, he got to be super deep about being happy. That's new, not new to me because I know he real extra anyway, but I like to have deep intellectual conversations with you. And other people, but, you know, I'm not going to walk around with a microphone in my purse and be like, girl, speaking to this. You're already doing that. Yeah. You have an iPhone. <laughs> but I'm not recording a podcast on it. You could. Um, no. Safe space and just Facebook Live. No. So, yeah. Um, I don't even want to talk about Facebook Live. They need to cut it out. But, um. Or just continue. Nope. I'm good on that. Um, especially after the one I saw last night. I don't even know why I engaged in that for so long. It was just funny to me because it was like a continuation of me really doing soul searching and thinking about, am I doing this for attention? Like, wanting to be more interactive on social media, am I doing that for attention? Or am I doing that just because? Like, I thought about just using social media is kind of like my photo book photo album just digital you know post my pictures keep it moving not even necessarily with a comment i mean a caption just post it and keep it going but that's what i use it as yeah and i always make my caption something that's relevant to the happenings in my life at that moment yeah, I remember there's been a couple of times. Wiley's stance on social... Would you like to share your stance on social media, period? Social media is exactly what it is. It's a highlight reel, if you will. That's a good term. People post what they want you to see. Right, and people will also, it's like, even if you just are posting something, it's not that you necessarily want somebody to see, but it's like, I've gotten numerous calls and text messages about something that Wiley's posted, and I'm just like, why do you take social media so serious? It's not that deep, like, and... It just took one person to call 
about something that Wiley posted on one of his social media outlets for him to just like that just lit his fire and I think we had recently had a conversation of like similar to this and then you was like let me show you and you did it and then it got the response that you were you know thinking it would get and then it was just like you never stopped so like even down to people asking me what does Wiley do for a living you know oh did we buy a certain item in the store did he get a new car <laughs> like just, is he in Japan <laughs> just all kind of crazy stuff and it's just like to him it's just funny because that's how people are on social media and it's crazy because that's real like people will really go out of their way to literally just be able to post something on social media like I remember I was shopping online for something and I don't I think I was looking up like the exchange policy or something like that because I was buying something I wasn't exactly sure about. But anyway, so I get there and it's like, oh, items that are suspected to have been wardrobed is the term where you basically buy an item, you wear it in a picture or you wear it out somewhere and then you send it back that they wouldn't like exchange it for you or give you your money back or anything like that and i was like people are really out here paying return shipping on clothes just so they could take a picture in it goodbye how Good. would they know bye that you did that i don't know how they would know if you did that but i was just like i'm not paying return ship i will I didn't return a pair of jeans that didn't fit me because I'm not paying return shipping. I just gave the jeans away. Were you still lost? No, because somebody got blessed and I didn't have to pay return shipping. But you still had less money. So I would have been out even more money to try to get the jeans back to them. And then I wasn't even sure what size I was going to need. It wasn't like, a, oh, I could go up one size. It was like, hmm, I might need to go up four sizes for all I know. I don't, I don't know how this is going to work. Like, I couldn't get the jeans past my ankle. Yeah, but you didn't buy them again, right? No, because I just gave up and I said I'm not going to buy them anymore. All right, so you just gave them away, meaning you spent total price versus getting partial refund. But by the time, no, it just wasn't worth it to me. Partial refund. They didn't do refunds. I mean, essentially, yes, I would have gotten a quote-unquote refund, but I would have been getting the store credit. And I still... Okay, first of all, this is how it worked. I would have had to pay return shipping, right? Mm-hmm. Item would have been received by the company. The company would have dispersed a store credit in a lower amount than what I paid because they have a restocking fee. 
Then I would have had to purchase the pants again, use my store credit, add money to it, and pay for shipping again. So why are you shopping at places like that? Because... But yeah. Um, Don't sound like a good deal to me. I mean, that's why I just gave them to somebody. It was okay. Whoever got them loved Should have gave up on the link. Yup. It is what it is. Next time, just hit that X all the way up in the right hand corner. No. And I have shopped from them again numerous times since. It's okay. It was just the one time. And I wouldn't even say they got me. Because. Haven't it been two times? I would have been. I would have blessed somebody. Did you dealing with something right now? Mm. That's going to be okay. Because I'm going <laughs> to. I'm gonna get that, but anyways. Okay. So, yes, I had to do some deep soul searching within myself to make sure that I wasn't going to be feeding into social media for all the wrong reasons. Um, I have kind of gone through my following list and removed people that I was following just to be nosy, like oh. I went to middle school, high school with them. I want to see what they got going on the rest of their life. No. I have basically, I only follow family, and they about to slowly start getting gone off of my timeline. Um, <laughs> but family, fashion inspiration, hair inspiration, and workout, fitness type stuff. Although I'm not really working out but it's nice to see those things and be like you know what you probably should get up and do a little something or put this pack of M&Ms down so it helps me there but the hair you know makeup I'm trying to get back into those things because I was out of the game I don't know what new products are out and yeah so I have my whole you know I don't know if I'm going to crack back into YouTube with like no fashion videos and then like that. But I do watch those things and I do enjoy them. But it is what it is. You know, use it for what it is. Um, like I said, my YouTube and vlogging is more so just so I can look back. My niece ain't had her two front teeth in a year. <laughs> Last time we seen it with her front teeth. You can go look at it on YouTube. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. And it's like just watching us evolve over time, it's been fun. Because even like the video of us, you know, saying that we're getting engaged versus the video, the behind the scenes of the lookbook, which I would credit as the day where I fell in love with you. Did you fall in love with me that day? I wouldn't put it as a moment, no. <laughs> when did you fall in love with me? When did I make you happy? I was always happy. <laughs> You're annoying. <laughs> when did you fall in love with me? It was a period of time. Describe it, go. Describe the period of time? Mm-hmm. We fell in love in we. 2012. We? And we 
did it throughout my senior year. We we enjoyed prom together. We did not go to prom together. I helped you continue your studies through your senior year. First of all. In which you graduated in 2013. First of all. We then endured a long-term, not long-term, <laughs> a long-distance relationship into which we both went to different schools. I attended a local college while you studied out of city, going to Miami, and then I later moved up to university in Daytona while you were still in Miami, and then we both linked back in the local college into which we took our relationship to the next step then getting engaged and then married first of all no (laughs) because if we fell in love in 2012 I was cheating on somebody and so were you well (laughs) isn't that the story of our generation We did not fall in love in no 2012. We've been together like seven years. We have not. That's what I tell people. Why you be? Well, yeah, I kind of do. I do too. It's just easier to explain our relationship. When somebody says, are y'all high school sweethearts? I'm like, sure. Because as soon as you say, they say, where'd you meet them? School. Oh, high school sweethearts. Yeah. Yeah, it's just easier. And that is when I just conform to society. And then I'm not happy when I do that. Oh my goodness, we should stop doing that. That's lying. Don't care. The Bible says we shouldn't lie. The Bible also says stay out of people's business. (laughs) Well, anyway, so we're going to do better. We're going to stop telling people. See y'all in it? (laughs) I'm not going to hell. I tell you that all the time. Why are we... Always tries to make me laugh at people. And I tell him that I'm going to heaven. I'm God made it. laughs. No, you shouldn't be laughing at people. He made it. Mm-mm. You can't marvel in his creation with a chuckle. Anyways, I'm going to heaven. Um, you don't think you're going to get to heaven is going to be a bunch? <laughs> <laughs> you're going to start laughing they're going to take a vote. No. And kick you right out. Mm-mm. So you mean that all all eternity? Mm-mm. You ain't gonna laugh not one time. I'm not laughing at people. You laughing with them because they gonna laugh too. As long as you get a mirror. Mm-mm. Anyways, you wanna laugh now? It's all good. You ain't gotta display that. He knows your heart. I know, and that's why he know I wanna go to heaven. You know, you wanna laugh too. So which one is it? Heaven. Can't have your cake and eat it. <laughs> um, you can't. That's the whole point of having a cake. So you just mad because you don't like cake. No, but how you just going to tell somebody, you can't have the cake and eat it. Do what I got the cake for. To look at it. Can't have the car and drive it. Not how dumb that sound. Mm-hmm. Can't have the clothes and wear it. You take that with people who saying those things. <laughs> I don't say that. <laughs> but um So what you say? Nothing. I say nothing because you make me lose my train of thought. Well, 
You don't ride the train no way. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> um. What was I saying? I thought you were going to lose the train of thought. It's on the track. Oh, my goodness. It's literally on the tracks. Oh, my gosh. How you lose the train? Mm. That's another dumb one. How you lose the train of thought? I don't know. Which way it went? I don't know. It got a, it got some bars that come down to keep the cars from crossing while you go across the street. Does it? Yeah. Help me remember where I was. On the track. I can't remember. You was probably trying to say something fake deep. Fake deep? Mm-hmm. Shut up. Um, yes. I don't know. What now? Now that I'm off the train. I just want to know, are you willing to take it there? Where? I got a question. You go. So... I know this guy, he's 33. Jesus was 33. Was he? Mm-hmm. It ain't Jesus. You better know Jesus. I ain't talking about him right now. I just said you better know him. Anyway. <laughs> he talking to this chick. She 27. Do you see a problem with that? She's 27 and he's 33? Yeah. No. So would you see a problem with somebody who's 23 talking to a 17-year-old? Yes. Why? Only because 17, they're still a minor. But if they were 18... What does that mean? What is 18? It's adulthood. No, that's what they said it was. If somebody was 18 and 24, I'd be fine. Okay, but what is the point? You're only having an issue because you've been told by society that... You need to be 18. Other than, other than that, you see no issue. It's If you were in Africa, into which the age of adulthood is 12, would you have a problem with somebody 17 being with somebody 23? No. If that was the case, as far as adulthood the age of adulthood I just think that people should steer clear of um, going to jail behind a relationship okay so your only issue is legality yes not morally legality you said 12 and what I didn't say it in eight. I said say the age of adulthood is 12. But you said someone in Africa was 12 talking to somebody. No, I, I didn't say that. I said, would you have a problem 
if you were in Africa in the age of adulthood was 12. Yeah. Well, yeah, just the legal side of it is all that I would say I'm concerned about. Well, that and um, I feel like some age gaps are just too much. Like, I feel like six is probably six and seven years is probably pushing it i know some people who are like 10 years apart you know or even more and i feel like that can get a little tricky like i believe the biggest age gap that i know of in a relationship is 15 years and that's a little creepy because i just couldn't imagine (laughs) you can't imagine what if you were 15 years older than me, I would feel like I would be weirded out. By what? That's just a huge age gap. Like, where age we can... nothing but a No, 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 no. No. <laughs> we're not going there. I mean, we are happy people. If you were <laughs> almost 40. I would not feel comfortable sleeping in the same bed as you. Why? You just saying numbers. <laughs> no, that's not just a number. That's your mentality is different. You came up in a different era than I did. Like Okay, and you can be some the same exact age as somebody and still have a completely different life because of where you grew up. True. That is true. The stages talked about that. Did you listen to that podcast? What they said? They were talking about where you grew up and how it affects your marriage. But I don't know. You should listen to it. It was good. But um, yeah. I just that would just be weird. I feel like you're just saying it's weird. I'm just telling you my opinion. I feel like six and seven years is like the max. The max. So you wouldn't have a problem with a 21-year-old dating a 15-year-old if it were legal? I mean, in an older age. Like, does that make sense? Why I got to be an older age? Because they would need to, like, 15, I feel like they would need to mature a little. So, it would probably be better. Maturity isn't defined by age. And you know that. This is true. I do know that. But, well, then I guess never mind. Because I was going to say, like... Give both parties an opportunity to get out of those prime puberty ages. Like, let them... That was... In the olden days, when women were set to be married. Well, that's what I'm saying. No, don't take this as... I'm agreeing with... I'm just posing questions. To me, you so sick and your nasty. Stance? What is your stance? <laughs> My stance on which part? Okay, you have a child. You have a son. Nope. 
<laughs> and he comes home with a woman that's 12, 12 years older than him. What they doing? He's 12 and she's 24. Okay, but what they doing? Like she's giving him a ride? No, they dating. Like together dating? <laughs> no, apart dating. Because she got her own apartment. Right, I don't understand <laughs> when people say dating, they can mean different things. Okay. Dating is he, dating exclusively? Yes, he's using his allowance to take this trip. Allowance? <laughs> <laughs> but that's your mama not. <laughs> he's using his allowance to take this no. young. Why? Because that means I'm going on a date with her, and that's, I can't. That's cheating. No, he's going on a date. She's coming to pick him up. He's. You Does know, she need to be paying him too? <laughs> he can eat out the kids' meals too. <laughs> sound like sound like babysitter to me. So what is? I'm asking. What do you agree and disagree with? Mm-hmm. What is the age gap that you think is the? I don't really care about the age gap. How much younger would you have allowed, quote unquote, me to be than you? It depends on what age I am. Twenty four. I I never really been. Would you be dating me if I was fifteen right now? I don't feel like you're smart enough. At fifteen. Mm-hmm. Why? Because you're fifteen. If you. You when you was fifteen, that's smart enough to deal with me right now. You don't know. Mm-hmm. How you know? Mm-hmm. You was smart enough. What I need to be smart. What you trying to do? Have a conversation about me being happy. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of which, I might need thirty old you. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So I'm asking, what's the the largest age, largest age gap you would accept? Um, and talk about your future children since you finna get. Real. I mean, the I've I can speak on instances I've had. What's the youngest girl that you've dated? Uh, the youngest girl I've dated exclusively. Fifteen. And how old were you? Eighteen. Mm. That's the case. It was. Mm. And when I found out. So you didn't know she was fifteen? Mm-hmm. How old did she say she was? We ain't never talking about it. Then how you knew she was fifteen? She... Or how did you come to the conclusion that she was fifteen? It like I know her sister. Her sister was like like we met on something crazy, did some one off. It was like you ride down. Wait, wait, wait. What? Something happened to the computer. All right, keep going. Sorry. We met on just some crazy happenstance and whatnot. But I knew her sister, and I thought she was the big sister. But she was the little sister. So, like, on Friday, what's the girl name? Lil D? Heavy D? <laughs> Baby D? 
Yeah. Yeah. Her. The big sister bigger than the little sister? Yeah. Yeah. And upon further communication, she just told me one day, she was like, I got something I want to tell you. But that was after, like, her sister was like, you talking to my little sister? And I'm like, your little sister? Even though three years, like, between the age of 15 and 18, and even then, you can't say three years because... It's a date, but in a 12-month span. Like, that could be one day away from four years or one day away from two. Mm-hmm. So, it's kind of a caveat when you're playing with ages and stuff like that. But even in that, I was like, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm still good on that. True. But the oldest... I it was shortly after that I was 18 and she was 25 so she was trying to catch a case I was legally of age age. she had nothing to worry about I'm kidding what's that seven Seven years years. Yeah. yeah so I'm Negative three plus seven. You fast, essentially. Oh. Mm. I think you're the oldest person I've dated. (laughs) I think everybody has either been my age or one year older than me. So you calling me old? Just one year? Yep. You're nasty. Oh. <laughs> How you gonna date somebody for seven years older than you? Mm. Why not? Mm-hmm. I'm just kicking it. So when would when would a seven year age difference have been bad? It just depends on. At 18 and 11? That's not adulthood. (laughs) I'm just saying. I mean, back in the day, once a woman was able to bear a child, she was fair game. Mm -mm. We in 2019. I'm just saying. That's how God made it. I guess, child. He said, be fruitful and multiply. He didn't say... Be fruitful, multiply later on. That was also something covered on a on a podcast that I was listening to recently. They were talking about how um, it's harder to abstain from sex, and how they talk about abstaining from sex in the Bible until marriage. But they were also talking about how. Back in the Bible days, people were getting married so much old, I mean, so much younger than they are now, where people, I think, are waiting until, like, 30 or 35, the last time I checked, 
um, yeah, and that to was, get married. That was just my point. Like the, I don't know when it became. You're an adult at this point. Like you, like it's nuance amongst humans. You can't just put a line versus your biological clock versus when you were birthed to say you're an adult at this point. Well, I don't know who you can take that up with, but it's not me. I, I don't listen it. to them no way. I've been doing my thing. Well. As long as you don't check my ID, I'm good. Hey, it is what it is. Um, I know the first time somebody did ask me for my ID, it was on my 18th birthday. And how did you feel? Like, you know me. <laughs> okay. I didn't do it. Calm down. No, you asked me how I felt. I was just telling you, giving you a recap. Excuse me. But yeah. So, back to the whole people were getting married so much younger in the Bible days. Like, I think they even said that Mary, when she gave birth to Jesus, was between the ages of 15 and, I mean, not 15, 14 and 16. Yeah. Like, that's, to me, that makes sense. No, but I was asking you that because. I was going to ask you something else, but I forgot. It's like, do you think... Oh, okay, stop, because I'm going to lose my train of thought. Do you think that people should... Do you think that's a valid excuse? Like, oh, I can't wait that long. I can't abstain from having sex until I get married at 35. So... I get a pass to do it before then. Knowing the spiritual aspect of sex, what is your opinion? Well, then if that's the case, I get a pass to kill somebody. Oh, so I don't get a pass? I ain't saying nothing. I'm just listening to you. Just making sure that's what you said. You don't get a pass. Well, that's what people were trying Shut to up. argue. Not you. I Shut know. up. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. That's uh, what I'm telling them. But I just feel like... No. Stop don't trying to make excuses. Like, don't tell me not to feel. You don't even know what I was about to say. Don't feel. <laughs> I just feel like people need to stop trying to make excuses. And... I mean... Why you can't get married till you're 35? That's what I'm saying. Fix your life. That's what I was about to say. Why would you sit here and shame somebody for getting married, quote unquote, young? Like, there was an issue with us getting... Not with, like, our immediate family. Um, But there were so many opinions being thrown at us about getting married at 20 and 21 when... 
I didn't see an issue. I mean, you're making a lifelong commitment. And as long as you understand that, I don't see a problem. I don't see why I have to wait until... At what age should I be getting married then, if that's the case? These are the same people to tell you to wait till you turn 18. (laughs) But I'm just saying, like... If... Why would you prefer, essentially, that I be out here potentially fornicating versus me going Oh, well, you ahead. wouldn't be doing that. I'm a good Christian man. Chavu. Anyways. Don't be blinking your eyes. <laughs> um, it's me batting this in a way. I bet. But why would you, like out here why would you rather have me out here potentially fornicating with someone who I feel these deep feelings for versus letting me go ahead and make that thing right and marry them I mean I did some research on my own and you have to understand the soul ties that come with having sex that people just take for granted. It was intended that the first sexual encounter would happen on a honeymoon with your life spouse and it would be a blood oath which takes place in many different instances in the Bible. You declare the promise before God and then you take a blood oath. People missing that. Yeah. Out here making promises which you ain't gonna keep. Some people not even making promises. I mean, they... They signed in the terms. Yeah. Thought the pen was out of ink. Didn't wonder why you want that old thing back. (laughs) Do you feel like you... And don't just answer the question. Don't be trying to be super deep. I am who I am. Uh Uh-uh. Don't worry about it. I won't answer the question. Go ahead. You mean you won't ask the question? I won't ask. Look at you. Do you wish that you would have waited knowing what you know now about sex? Yeah, I feel like I deprived myself of what could have been. What about yourself? Um, yes, I feel like I would have waited. Um, knowing what I know now. I actually, when we first got married, and like the first couple of months we were married, I was dealing with like, um, this sense of like remorse. And I felt really bad because I was like, dang, this could have been so much more special. Like, I really wish I would have had saved myself and gave you 
one of the best like gifts and not just the sex but like I would have saved that part of me and not have shared it with others you know what I'm saying Mm -hmm. like for you to be the only person to have reached that part of me and then encountered me in that way I felt would have been like the best thing I could have ever done and I remember somebody saying that but I think I had already lost my virginity when I heard it (laughs) but um and I I mean I thought I was like gonna marry the person I lost my virginity to and so I don't know and I I heard earlier on a podcast like and they were saying that um they were saying something about you know what happens when you are out here having sex with people excuse me who are not your your spouse but I think that I mean I I know I'll say that they meant to kind of lead that with in the union union of marriage itself not just this person that you're sleeping with and then potentially gonna marry later down the road like y'all think it's okay to do it on these quote-unquote vacations but y'all not married like stop can we just end vacations for the single people because y'all aren't can we just end single people like yeah no i'm not saying single in the sense that you mean i'm saying single people as in if you're not single you're if you're not married you're single all of them like just just stop yeah like i mean and that all feeds into what we were talking about earlier like attention like oh i'm gonna go and go out of town with this person that i'm dating because it looks cute because it seems fun i mean yeah i used to want and i gotta get out my auntie house she be tripping trying to get me to pay rent what I'm just speaking from a singles person point of view. That's what they be feeling. Okay, anyway. So they all live with their auntie. I used to... What? <laughs> I used to want to go on vacation because it just seemed like, oh, I want... It just seemed like the adult thing to do. It just seemed like, oh, I get to go on this vacation, get this hotel room, you know, do whatever. Nobody's going to tell us that got a curfew or got to do this or do that or can't sit close to each other or whatever the case may have been you know and so it just seemed like the adult how you was thing- gonna get a hotel hmm? how you was gonna get a hotel i don't know <laughs> i never went on a vacation until i was married <laughs> i'm just saying the yeah, idea you went before. Hmm? so you went before when i took you on one when I don't know the date. We had got a hotel. We was married. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't be trying to put my business out there. <laughs> <laughs> true. That is true. I forgot. 
So you did go on a vacation as a single person. Look at you all high and mighty on your high horse. I'm still on my high horse. Can't knock me down, child. I'm speaking from experience now. (laughs) (laughs) So now that I've walked in your shoes, listen. I'm just playing. (laughs) But yeah, I feel like it's definitely worth, like, I just, oh, back to what I was saying. I was, like, beating myself up for months into our marriage like oh I really wish I would have saved myself and it's like I wish that more people could speak from the standpoint of like that's why I admire Melissa Fredericks aka Miss Kev on stage um because she can speak from the standpoint of what it's like to be a woman that saved themselves until they were married and to experience sex on a whole nother level because one would you say there was a difference oh my gosh I feel like this is literally too much <laughs> but would a you difference say in what? Hmm? a difference in what oh lord cover us but <laughs> we can we can speak because we in the bonds of marriage no I know I'm just saying would you say there was a difference between I just feel like I'm putting all our business out there but would you say there's a difference between us having sex before we got married and us having sex after we got married it feel less sinny I feel like there was like a whole nother level of something that took place I I can't really explain it it was just like a a whole nother encounter and it wasn't that the physical aspect of anything had necessarily changed Mm -hmm. it was just like a like a deeper connection it was like I don't know it was like you pushed a button that wasn't there before and like you said it felt less semi mhm But it is what it is. Ain't nothing wrong with that. So would you tell, in a world where they push that, not even just guys now, but everybody kind of have fun. (laughs) As I've heard numerous times. I'm just having fun. I'm just enjoying life. This is what life is about. You only get to live once. Mm -hmm. Would you tell your children to wait? Like, would you can do even more than just tell them to wait, but really try to convince them to wait? Mm-mm. Why? Because I understand they're going to do what they want anyway. But if they and had you a... going to listen to me or God. But... <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like... What if... the book said. No, but I just feel like my mom was honest to me, but I feel like if she could have been like, look... And she probably may have, but it wasn't like I heard more of the truth in her stories than look, this is the best thing that you can ever give. Like, I would love to hear about a couple who both saved themselves. I would like to hear about their first time. Because even with like Kev on stage and his wife, Mrs. Kev on stage. Kevin Liss, we'll just call him that because Kevin on stage is a long name to be saying over and over again. But, mm-hmm. um, so with Kevin Liss, it's like 
she was talking recently about how growing up in church, how sex was quote unquote so bad and that you shouldn't have it. Don't do it. You're going to burn in hell if you do it. And it's when she got married, she had to like transform from the mindset of sex is bad to sex is okay now. You can throw that thing in a circle. And she had to <laughs> to work through that, not to mention that her husband had already been sexually active. So he had this idea of, okay, this is what sex is like and it should be a million times better now that I'm doing it with the right person and within the union of marriage where God says, now okay for me to do this. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, I will, and they they shared how they were basically on different levels when it came to sex because, I mean, when you're told that sex is bad, you know, you're not even, like, touching yourself or anything like that. I feel like this is really X-rated. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> but, you know, she had never even... Nothing had been in there. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, not only are you new to it, but now someone's expecting it because y'all been dating four plus years and he's been celibate this whole time. Having that already been awakening him to have sex, you know, now it's like, oh my gosh. Now I can do it all the time and not get in trouble for it, you know? And it's like, she like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I don't know if I really like this. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, I feel like as a parent, eventually, I will do a little bit more to convince my child, hey, just wait. I mean... I'll be open with them. I'll be honest with them. But I will be more like, what do you need? Do you need to talk? Because Kev was saying that like at his church, they would just be like, take a cold shower and go pray and go to sleep. But he was saying like... <laughs> what if she there? Huh? So <laughs> what if she there? What you mean? What if she sitting there? When you feel these urges. Oh. I don't know. Excuse me, ma'am. You're going to have to go. It's time for my shower and nap. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, that's how he was was saying they didn't. What if they ain't a shower around? But that's what he was trying. That was his point. They didn't give realistic alternatives to how to deal with the feelings. I don't know as a woman that taking a cold shower is going to help. It don't work as a man. (laughs) I take cold showers as showers. That's gross. No, it ain't. Are you really getting clean if the water is not burning hot? Yeah, because I leave with my skin cells. I leave all the dirty ones behind. Going right on down the drain. Don't go to hell. Don't. Be happy. It ain't the place to be. Be happy. I, I mean, what are we talking you don't about know if between? it's the place to be. <laughs> Shut up. 
you always say that. <laughs> I, I was listening to something earlier. Somebody had a function. They was like, it's not for the church folk. It's for the hurt folk. Mm-hmm. I just not realized they was advertising hell. Mm-hmm. They said it's not for the church folk. It's for the hurt folk. Hell is for the hurt folk. It ain't for the church folk. I don't know. Some church folk ain't gonna make it. Which ones? I don't know. That ain't my place. But I just know that everybody ain't gonna make it. Hold up. Do they go to your church? I hope not. Judge them. Nope. (laughs) (laughs) Judge them. We We must purge the wicked from among us. No. No. We didn't talk about so much. I don't even know what to put in the tags. We really didn't talk about a lot. We we kind of we was pretty grounded. We talked about happiness, aging relationships, and sex and marriage. I guess. But now you know what we're going to next. Hmm. We're gonna dig a little deeper into you hit on it earlier. I ain't want to stop you because you, that wasn't your main point. Oh, but people about... using social media for attention. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. We talked about social media in the mix of all of this. That so, we did. Maybe that can be our next episode. We have almost hit an hour and a half. I listened to three podcasts today. They was all about two and a half hours. Absolutely not. Never. Ew. I got other things to do. Like what? <laughs> Not that. What you finna do? It's eleven forty-three. You got scared. I sure <laughs> did, cause I gotta get up. <laughs> I gotta get up early, child. Um. So yeah, this has been fun. We uh. Uh-huh. We'll catch you guys in the next episode. Um. You can subscribe. I forgot that that was an option. Subscribe to our podcast so you can get a notification when we post a new podcast. Um, where are we? I know we're on Apple. But... We're on Apple and Spotify. Okay, so there you go. Can you subscribe on Spotify? I don't even know how to use Spotify like that. Okay, well, he put us... I'll know more when they start paying us. Oh, Okay. Claim it. I just did. Okay. <laughs> so yes. You Y'all can, got information yet? You can um leave comments. Right? No. On Apple. No. Well, if you got something to say, you can follow us at Happily Ever Henley on Instagram and you can send us a message. We'll check our DMs on there. I don't check my personal DMs because my friend and my mom are bl- always blowing them up with videos that I may or may not find funny. <laughs> Mostly not. <laughs> they just send so many of them. Between the two of them, I probably get like maybe 10 videos a day. And I'm like, I can't. So yeah, it's been a great episode. A great way to start off the year digging deep. And like Wiley said, we'll cover some of this stuff a little more in depth later as we go about the year. But we will be vacating very soon. I'm super excited. Are you ready? Pretty much. 
vacations for us are uninterrupted dates. So we have what? Ten days. Ten days. Just you and I, honey bun. I'm gonna have to go to the barbershop or something. (laughs) So yes, I can't wait. I'm so excited to just be unplugged. So we'll let you guys in a little we will we be considered unplugged if sorry my mic fell will we be considered unplugged if we're vlogging yeah okay well we'll be unplugged our whole trip nobody can call us text us nothing not even smoke signal we're gonna be too far so well actually if you got a decent flare gun no. Should so, we get one? No. I'm going to get one. No. So, we will hear from you guys when we return. Um, send us any suggestions that you may have to... To... What is it? Happy to Henley. To Happy Henley. Or, preferably, just contact us via Instagram. You didn't finish the email address. Can you go back, please? Too happy And that's the number two? Two. The numeral. The who? The numeral. The numeral? Mm-hmm. You mean numeral or numeral? Bye. Anyway. Those are different things. <laughs> We're not talking about Roman. Two. Like, kind of like the S looking one. <laughs> not like the Bye. cross and a zero. Bye. You feel me? It's another one. You missing it? What? The cross and the W and zero. There ain't nobody talking about all that. <laughs> nobody doing all of that. All right. So yeah, but easiest is probably just happily ever Henley at um Instagram DMs. You want to spell that out? Um, it's a joke don't do that please the name of the podcast that you just typed in type it on Instagram and hit us up so yeah we could probably leave it in the description too we'll try to be better about the description one of our subscribers said that we should use that to our advantage so I mean that's that is what it's for yeah true. I know when I listen to stuff I utilize that I don't uh, you uh me yeah. Mm-hmm. Do better. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And Ebony's going to leave you off with a heartfelt quote that's been burning over her heart for the past week. And what is that? Do I have to do it for you? Yes, because I don't know what, what has been burning in my heart. Operating in excellence means that you will take the time to celebrate your accomplishments. Operating in perfectionism means that you'll continually be working on the next goal. That's not a quote. So? Stop telling my business. That's a future topic that we were supposed to cover. (laughs) Well, if we're not covering that. Oh, my gosh. It's time to go. We will catch you guys in the next episode. We hope you enjoyed this hour and a half long episode with us just rambling on this random Tuesday night and we will see you guys when we get back and just remember men are visual goodbye guys